0: Peace and blessings, and welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop podcast. This episode is brought to you by heritagehiphop.com, where we introduce you to your future favorite artists today. We celebrate the hip hop culture by investing not only in playlists, but the stories of the artists that we bring to you. We problem solve careers. We bring information and music to the masses, and we celebrate God's culture, which is hip hop. On today's episode, we talk to an entrepreneur, a singer, rapper, a community giant when it comes to the Essex County community of New Jersey, and a person who puts not only people on their feet, but shows the drive and hustle to sacrifice not only for himself and his family, but for the many people in the community as a coach, and somebody who always wants to move the community to its best purpose and best position. We talked to Choice, founder of many clothing lines also a part of the brotherhood. Shout out to the fellas. So please take your time, sit back, relax. This is a great interview and we want you to enjoy. And I'll come back with the rest of my commentary after the interview is finished. Peace and blessings. Welcome back to Heritage Hip Hop. We are sponsored by HeritageHipHop.com, where we introduce you to your future favorite artists today. And we are more than music, meaning we bring you the best blogs, interviews, apparel, all that stuff. And today, not only do we delve into music, we're gonna delve into the spirit and someone who captures both essences of music, rhythm and blues, and truth
1: and words. Please introduce yourself. My your Name is Choice, you already know confident, humble, open-minded individual that chose entertainment. I'm here, man, wear a lot of hats, and you know, this is what I do. Well, look, first
0: and foremost, may the Most High bless you, and I'm glad that you're here. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. Because right now, we're living in a world where people don't even value life.
1: Definitely.
0: You know what I'm saying? We just had Roe vs. Wade. We have racial killings every day. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to them gentlemen they just found lynched in Pennsylvania. Like on Juneteenth, you know what I'm saying? We have children coming out of COVID quarantine and their level of education is low. Very low. So when we have people in the community who stand by the community, Mm -hmm. we have to take the time to say thank you Mm -hmm. and for laying it out there that you're doing something with your life that's more than going to work and going home and being selfish with your knowledge. So with that, let's start from there. Tell me about you. What's the most important lesson you learned in your life up to this point that you live with every day?
1: Staying out of jail. Because I've basically been around almost everything from people getting killed in front of me, to selling drugs, to holding guns, to to all types of, you know what I'm saying, everything you know what i'm saying and i was fortunate to miss that train going to jail you know what i'm saying like uh, my brothers consistently going to jail friends of mine consistently going to jail i'm home watching them go to jail come home go to jail come home and i just so happen to you know skip that skip that line so you know uh, other than death jail is like one of the major things you know what I'm saying? That I, I was able to just surpass throughout my years when I have been involved in a, a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm thankful for that. You that's know what I'm saying that's deep because if you listen
0: to what people say about mm-hmm. black men, so-called black men, or people of our community, jail is the destination that we were supposed to go to in the beginning.
1: Yeah,
0: and. It's funny because when you, when you grow up in this society, in this system, school is the cousin of jail. Whether you learn how to re- answer a bell, mm-hmm. you sit at a desk, you get the same tray, you even get the same lunch because it's on the same budget. Yeah. So everything points you to a destination that people hope you go to so they can count on you for slavery or for a number
1: will
0: count you out. <laughs> and, and being that you are somebody in the community who uses your lessons and your intuition and education as a value piece of who you are, mm-hmm. how does jail, in your opinion, stack up to the reality that people face on a day-to-day basis in the
1: inner city? Oh, wow. Um. Like me per se, yeah. I've 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 touched the inside of a jail cell. I wasn't, you know, a like I ain't spend months, years, to or it took too much time of my life to is though I you know, I miss this, miss that. But I spent time in jail and I'ma tell you, it's it's not I would not I wouldn't force it on my worst enemy. You know what I'm saying? It's like you you're not able to wake up, do what you want, the little store this, you know, it just, it takes away every breath. I'm, I'm gonna say breath. Yeah. It's like being smothered from society. You know what I'm saying? It takes your every breath, like you are not able to do anything, like you start to realize how valuable life is on the outside. You know what I'm saying? And then you got people in the community, as myself, that's been a pillar, you know what I'm saying, to where though I done coach football, coach basketball. Like, I run into kids, they putting down mouths and cigarettes and because they see me coming so it's like my absence to the streets is valuable to the to the people that's out there because it's like me not around is like taking a major piece away from the puzzle
0: hmm.
1: you know what i'm saying and if i'm not there to at least stop or be able to communicate with the kids or or, or walk them away from a situation or build with them on what can happen or even give them the knowledge of me having the experience of touching the cell. You know what I'm saying? It takes away from everything, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I try to keep myself balanced and stay away from the negativity and, and the drugs. And you know what I'm saying? Because in all actuality, I just feel like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a piece to society that's needed. Hmm. And you know, I, I feel like a lot of people fail or not, not saying fail, you know what I'm saying? But be headed in the wrong direction if I wasn't around. You know what
0: I'm saying? You never can judge a man's influence by the people he's around. Facts. You judge it by the people who move after they met that man. Facts, facts. And, and and that's what makes life so interesting is because as men of faith, we believe in something that's higher than ourselves. Facts. When were you touched to know that something that you do is higher than yourself and it goes to other people?
1: Oh, when I became Muslim, like all my life, you know it's been in my heart I've been around a lot of Muslim brothers and sisters and you know what I'm saying and I just used to notice the lifestyle okay you know what I'm saying and the lifestyle it's not only that you're praying for you know to your higher power it's the it's the respect it's the it's the you know what I'm saying it's more than a movement it's it's a way of life as you can see like for a lot of us like it's a way of life and You know what I'm saying? It's got to come from the heart, like when you do, like period, Even not even being Muslim, when you do things, it comes from the heart, you know what I'm saying, and nine times out of ten, if you do it and it's done, it came from the heart, it it wasn't just because somebody wanted to do it, or somebody forced you to do it, like, you know, most of us, a lot of us, when we do things, it's from the heart, so me being Muslim, it came from me wanting to be Muslim, not because I knew it was a bunch of my people's brothers, sisters, uncle's aunts, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I just felt like that was my life. Like everything that Muslim, you know what I'm saying, perceived itself, it it was like a part of my life. So it was like, and as I got into it and learned and started to see and envision a lot more things, it's like, I'm like, damn, this is me. Mm -hmm. And it also gives you, you know what I'm saying? It gives you stability on trying to break down the, the, the bad things. That you was used to doing, you know what I'm saying? It, it almost like forces you because it's so, it's so vibrant to life, you know what I'm saying? To where though you see a whole bigger picture, you know what I'm saying? And, and I'm, I'm the type of person that like, I be, I'm still learning, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I'm still be involved in this, involved in that, and you know, like as a, like if a lot of people don't know, a Muslim life is a real strict life. You know what I'm saying like strict to the bone like a lot of Muslims don't even know how strict it is <laughs> you know what I'm saying but you know we as we go along day for day you know what I'm saying we learn we get better and we try to almost put ourselves in the fine lines but you know what I'm saying you, we ain't perfect so the religion is perfect we ain't so you know it's a test and then I'm being tested not only by me trying to be the best Muslim I'm being tested by being on the streets and being involved, getting into arguments and being put in situations. and You know, i got to be a stronger man, you know what I'm saying? And know how to deal with certain situations to be able to, you know, separate myself from certain things. I agree, because that's the testament of what
0: makes your story. Mm-hmm. See, as a Muslim man, you were gauged by the knowledge of the Torah, mm-hmm. and then gauged by the knowledge of the Anjil, mm-hmm. and then by the Quran. So you have to know the law you have to know the good news and you have to know the discipline of individualism right. to how to praise the most high. And understanding that, you find your purpose mm-hmm. And in a world where it teaches the world where it teaches you that your purpose is driven by your complexion, not by spiritual affirmation, we sometimes have to find ourselves, and then find our beliefs in ourselves before mm-hmm. we find our purpose. Facts. When did you get highlighted to your purpose? And what is it?
1: Uh, like me, like, I, I like, 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 you know, like we said before, like, I like to be thanked for, you know, when, when somebody give you that thank you, somebody give you that, you're doing a good job, that pat on the back. You know, I started to notice a per- my purpose. I started to notice that what I was doing I wasn't getting pat, pats on the back for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't getting congratulated for it because there was nobody there to contra- congratulate me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, once I start getting into different fields and start doing different things and start caring about my well-being and my surroundings, I started getting pats on the back. So now I started to notice my purpose in, in life that to where it was like, you know what I'm saying? I don't have to be this evil argumentative, you know, Involved in this, involved in that Gang member, this, that, and a third To fit in mm-hmm. I knew my purpose was gonna be I'm gonna fit in regardless if I just be who I am
0: mm.
1: You know what I'm saying? So me being who I am I knew that was my purpose in life I had to be who I was To not fit in But let the people know that I'm gonna be able to fit in regardless Because I am who I am oh, You know right. what I'm saying? I'm choice Like I'm, I'm, I'm a strong brother Like I'm relentless you know what i'm saying like i'm i'm i don't hold no punches mm-hmm. i give it to you straight raw and uncut like i want you to give it to me straight raw and uncut mm-hmm. i don't want you to sideline i don't want you to go around outside of no we gon' we going let's 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 get this off our chest let's make it happen let's know how we need to face the situation the next go around or just build off of what we put ourselves you know what I'm saying? The position we put ourselves in. Like, cause as much as you beat around the bush and, and try to get away from things that you can't escape, it's gonna keep haunting you. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't want to be haunted all my life. I don't want to be trying to fix something that I could've been changed or express something to somebody that they should've been new or you know, feel like I gotta wait to tell somebody. Nah. I'm me. Like, I need, I need for you to know who I am, what I stand for, you know what we what we need to how we need to handle situations or you know i need to be able to understand you and you can understand me just period that's just my part of life that's just my purpose i'm not here for nothing like i'm here for a purpose i need you to understand me and i need you to know that it's something bigger than both of us you know what i'm saying no matter what platform it is you know what i'm saying this life period itself you know a lot of us just want to grow old you know what i'm saying a lot of us you know feel like we need to be around for our, to see our kids prosper a lot of us need to you know feel like you know they just want to outdo our elders like you know just you know they held it down for us for so long so let me hold it down longer than them and show other people the way even though we face with different diversities now than you know when we grew up but you know it's like you still want to be that you know it, it, I call it a living legend, period. Because if you if you leave this earth and you left a stain to it, it's though like, you know, you, you can never be forgotten for not just basketball or, you know, for you being the craziest person. Like, you touched all areas of life. You know what I'm saying? So, when you get to that point, like, you you know, that, that's my purpose. I don't want to leave here not knowing that I ain't do everything I could and poss- possible to make it better for any and everybody. You know what I'm
0: saying? All right, you said something that struck a nerve with me, and it was about being remembered. Mm-hmm. The good book says that a good name is better than the fine perfume, yeah. because a perfume will run its course, but a good name will live for generations, right? And I think a lot of us don't understand the titles that we earn, rather than the words that we're given. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you about the titles I've learned about you as I did some studying on you for years. Mm-hmm. Number one, you are a mentor. Mm-hmm. Number two, you are um, your musical. I've heard you be called a real one. Mm-hmm. i heard you be called a brick. I've heard you be called a backbone. I've heard those many things about you, but I don't think people understand the character of a man until they see that man either struggle, yeah. overcome, or reinvent themselves. Yeah. And you have reinvented yourself three times since I've known you. So let's talk about the first one. Okay. No, let's do all five of them. Why hold back? Because he said he wants the real, right? Yeah, let's go. First and foremost, your father. Mm-hmm. What does fatherhood mean to you? And how does fatherhood keep you on your toes as a man, not as a parent?
1: Well, basically, you know, a man, if, if you ain't went through the struggle, period, through your life, it's, it's gonna be so hard for you to be a father. I mean, almost hard to be a father. You know what I'm saying? Because you're gonna have to go through things in your life to where though, you know, not even not having your father around, you know what I'm saying, all of your life, but going through the the ups and the downs, being homeless, being not being able to get this not being able to do this not being able to eat at certain times and you gotta go through these phases of life to where though when you when you get something of your own you don't want them to go through those things yeah you know what i'm saying not saying that it's going to be oh i right, just because i went through it i don't want them to go through it so they're not going to go through it, it happens mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. you never know what happens in life you know what i'm saying because i was at points where i had a whole so much money and and I was able to do whatever for my kids. Mm-hmm. Then it was at a point where, like you said, I got to my low, and I was like, damn! I hope I could do this for my kids when things came around. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So being a father is like, it's like, it's like being reborn again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like you starting all over a lot of people don't know like a lot of people like oh they ain't got no kids like they don't know how beautiful life is without kids and i'm not being i love my kids i'm not i'm glad they here i wouldn't take them away for nothing Mm -hmm. but a lot of people don't realize not having kids man that life you have so much to do with life Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying when you have the kids man everything stops everything stops and some of us try to put ourselves in position and say, you know what, I'm gonna be on top of this. I'm gonna make sure this is gonna happen. Boom, boom, I can still be able to do this, that, and a third. And like, for some of us, it probably be that easy. But you know what I'm saying? It wasn't that easy for me. So I had to bite down on a lot of things. I had to change a lot of things. I had to stop doing a lot of things. I had to work more. This is why I worked 100 hours a day. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like. When my kids call and it's something that they need, I gotta be I gotta be able to give it to them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I can't like if I say oh I, I give me till Monday or something. Like I'm on my job. Like I can't I can't fall short. I can't like I've been called a no good deadbeat, whatever you want to call it. It's alright. It's a difference though. You know what I'm saying? A deadbeat is a, a is a, a a father that ain't playing no parts in the kid's life at all, facts, you know what I'm saying ain't bored him nothing ain't spent no time with them the kid barely know you you like you know what I'm saying my kids love me mm-hmm. I don't have to give my kids anything for them to not want to be with daddy that's uh, that's a that's more part of a fatherhood than I think anything but of course, if my kid need it, I'm gonna make sure they got it regardless so you know, being a father, it's, it's a, it takes a lot, it takes a lot, you know what I'm saying?
0: Being that you do music as well, mm-hmm. everybody, that's why he's here, I wanted to touch on each part of your repertoire and confer it to your music. Mm-hmm. Because, like we said, as a man's name is, so will his purpose be, and so will his <clears throat> inspiration and expression be. Mm-hmm. So, I know... How much of a father you are because you put it out there so much. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make you happy because daddy cares. I give my life for my kids. I give it all for my kids. Evil life, I swear. I'm going to make you happy. Mm-hmm. That song is a confession and a love letter that mm-hmm. so many children don't get to hear. Mm-hmm. That for somebody to put it out there, not only is that vul- showing your vulnerability, that also shows your strength. Why do you think so many men are scared to be strong but want to be so vulnerable nowadays?
1: Because it's like, you know, a lot of men don't want to put themselves on the line. They don't want to be embarrassed. They don't want to feel like it's too much on them. You know, it's like, but when it comes to your kids, it's really, it's no level. It's no, no, no level of embarrassment. It's no level of competition. It's no. It's like you don't put nothing. You don't. You don't even put them on the same scale mm-hmm. as anything. Like you know, life. Yeah, because that's your life. You, you, your kids in life is like you know. You want to be here. Your life is you wanting to be here, and your your kids is on another scale. You know what I'm saying? Because as long as you you here for your kids and you keep yourself balanced, you're gonna keep yourself balanced with your kids. But you take care of other people's kids too. Yeah, I do. Yes, you do. I do.
0: Shout out to the, what is it, the Brick City Stallions? Yep. Yeah. And I remember that no, song not Brick too. Brick City Stallions.
1: Eastwood
0: Stallions. Eastwood Stallions. Yeah. Eastwood Stallions. Remember the video? Yeah. The purple, the flag and everything. Yeah. And like I said, when you mentor, that's mm-hmm. another thing I was told. Yep. Mentor, coaching. The person that these children and these adults go to exactly. for words. Because people are scared to ask for help, mm-hmm. but you did there to help them. So, it's like... Not only are you the friend, you're the father figure for them as well. Mm-hmm. How does a man earn the title father figure and not just be
1: a daddy figure in your in your in your opinion? Well, basically, when you, you know I me, mean, you gotta you step in mm-hmm. in areas where you see nobody else has stepped in, mm-hmm. and it, it ain't gotta necessarily be money or spending time with them. Sometimes you might catch a situation where you can pull somebody to the side and and talk to them and, and make them understand something that nobody else is making them understand. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You could build that relationship with them to where as though like, they don't even wanna be disrespectful around you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you never gave them that form of disrespect. Mm-hmm. They probably seen or heard or, you know, witnessed, but it's like your encounter with them kids is different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People don't know how to how big the encounter with the kids. Like some some people, like you have some people that could be so nice. To, oh, what's up? What y'all want? What you doing? Yeah, you want ice? That's not the encounter is different. Mm-hmm. You know, from them being a little bit intimidated from asking you, like, is it okay for me to ask him for this for that? You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. you know, or comfortable enough to just come to you and say, Oh, I'm hungry because you get me You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it comes from the heart. It ain't because, you know, because a lot, a lot of times when we, co- as coaches, man, we lose a lot. A lot of people don't know we lose a lot as coaches. We're not getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, you you got over 100 kids. Mm-hmm. Especially if you, if you one of the good coaches that they really relate to, like, you got over 100 kids that might come to you and be like, oh, I need $2. Or the Icy truck pull up, oh, Coach J, could you give me an Icy? Could you give me, like, you know how I many kids going to come up to you and ask you for an Icy? You got to almost sometimes, like, all right, uh, listen, you got to call another coach, or, you know, or you might just be like, ah, I'm going to spend $100. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you got to you gotta remember also, you know what I'm saying? If you're not on that same level with your own kids, you can't put yourself in a position with other people's kids. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to look at it like this: when you get called on from your own kids, and you're not able to come out of pocket mm-hmm. when you're supposed to, how could you come out of pocket immediately for kids that's not even yours? That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? And you know, some you 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 would never it'd never still be. You know what I'm saying? That, oh, you'll you, you, you never get 100% from your child's mother all the time if y'all only, only ain't on the same page. You'll never get them to say that it's that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? I Me, personally, I, I really don't care because, you know, like, my daughters now, and, you know, they older, so I communicate with them. You got college You know what brand. I'm saying? So, yeah, I yeah. communicate with them, so their mother could never really say what I do for them because money get put right in their hands. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I got a younger one now, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, of course it's gonna be the, you know, cause I don't put money into his mother's hands. Mm. You know what I'm saying? What I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do. Like I, I care less with how you think or what you call me, whatever. When I pull up, my son damn near jumping out whoever arms to come see me. That's what's up. So I put my time in with my kid, you know what I'm saying? Here's the thing I want you to remember though. mm -hmm. I'll be going to end this part on this. Some people
0: call him Abraham, some call him Ibrahim. Mm -hmm. Do you know why he's called the father of faith? No. Because through his influence and how he followed, everybody learns from his character and what he did, his example. Mm -hmm. So, somebody calls you a father figure, Mm -hmm. you're relating back to him, which means everything you've taught that person, you take what they take with them, and they give it to the next person. Okay. So he's the father of faith because now we know how to believe and how to act when it comes in relation to respecting God's words. Mm-hmm. And as men, if we know how to follow and know how to serve. Then people will respect us exactly. and serve each other as well off of what we show them. See, I like for people to get a little background about who you are mm-hmm. because I believe that... If people can't relate to your story they're not going to listen to you. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like um, having a person sell you a lie because a liar has the unique ability to create a new world and if you don't believe in it then you're you're the wrong person. Mm -hmm. But when you find somebody who you can relate to and it's truth to them, that's when you will follow and listen to their words and see their actions because then you can see yourself within them. Mm -hmm. I get that for people listening to your music. Okay? For example, we're going to go back and forth. People love pop because pop Pop gave to his people. Mm -hmm. But people also love pop because they're ignorant just like he died in the way he died. Ignorance. Because they're just giving their lives blindly to something that they could have been shied away from. Rest in peace to the legend. People love DMX because DMX, he was the heart of what the streets is. You can't, I mean, you can't deny who X is. And people will love X forever because he always put God first and no matter what he went through, he stayed true to himself, his words, and his belief. DMX and Pop are two examples of men on, on different sides of the, the coin that stood for the same thing, mm-hmm. which was honesty, truth, commitment, and a I'm a, whatever I say I believe and I'm gonna take it to my grave. Yeah. And I believe when people listen to your music, they feel that same thing about you. Mm-hmm. How did you first get into music and what was the first thing you wanted people to know about you when you made music?
1: Well, actually, like, I kind of grew up with brothers and, you know, that did music, you know what I'm saying? All like, my brother was heavy in the music, and then, you know, I had another brother that dipped and dabbed into the music, but got heavy into the music, and just family members and friends that that did music around me, you know what I'm saying? But I never really was, like, one to say, I'm going to be... Let me get into this lane with them and you know what I'm saying? I just was, was a big R. Kelly fan. I love R. Kelly. Fans. You know what I'm saying? Like I I put R. Kelly on it. I had my car, had my system in there. I'm just riding all over everywhere, just bumping R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? I used to sing his songs like it was mine. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, from, from that point I never really still didn't, you know, what into the me doing music. You know what I'm saying? But then, you know, we'd be outside, niggas that have ciphers. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'd jump in. I'd be a little waving. I'd jump in the ciphers and you know, I'd get some bars out. And they'd be like, yo, where's boy? All right, bruh. Like, and now I, I just got into a habit of jumping in little ciphers every now and then. I let jokers, like, uh, it was a buildup for me. Mm. Like I just let the ciphers rock and then I'd just jump in, have a little fun with it. So, um, radio, you know what I mean? Salute the radio. One, like he used to be around a couple cycles. He'd he like, bro, like, you really, you might have something. Like, I'm about to send you some beats. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm like, bro, send me some beats. So it was, it was kind of like a battery put in my back at that point. I ain't, I still ain't think I was gonna touch the beats when, okay. he, when he sent them. But I was like, alright, send me some beats. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Let's rock. Like, you know what I mean? So he sent the beats, ASAP you know what I'm saying so when he said he hit me like bro you got the beats I'm like oh I didn't know you sent them even though I knew he sent it, I was like yeah I, I got them boom Go check it out I'm like I got them so he's like alright well listen when you ready come to the studio you know what I'm saying I got you so I'm like alright so I was like I gotta do something now mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so I picked up I picked a uh, couple of beats out and you know I sat there and I wrote to him and I was like to myself, I'm like, oh alright, this this sound like it's coming out right, like, you know what I'm saying, it might be alright. Shot up there, recorded the joints, and my reaction was, nobody knew I was doing this now, mind you, but me and my man, my man Boom, Salute to Boom, like, young boy in the hood, but he was always singing and all that, so, he was probably the only one, him radio and you know what I'm saying, the only one that knew I was going to do some music, so we went, recorded it, Boom. So when I brought it back, to the house i just put it in like listen to this and they was like oh that's all right it was a nice vibe you know what i'm saying my first joint, but they didn't know they didn't have a clue it was me mm-hmm. and i'm like it was me i'm like that's me they're like get out of here that ain't you mm-hmm. they're like it's me and i chose the r b rap instead of me rapping mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because i like what, what they was used to me doing I just felt, I was so R. Kelly, I was so R. Kelly'd out, like, mm-hmm. I'm like, let me try something, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I wrote some R&B and it came out dope, and it was like, from that point on, I'm just writing R&B now. Like, I used to dip and dab and write a little rap song, hand in, but I was R&B'd out. And then, just so happened, somebody came through the neighborhood and was selling studio equipment. Mm-hmm. So it was like, once I brought the studio equipment, it was on. I was just like non-stop, I learned how to do it, it was over. Like every day we in the house just record, 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 record. And I just got a passion for it, like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I was just testing myself in all different aspects. Everybody's like, huh, shoot me these, try this, try that. And it was just like, and I'm, I'm one of the type of people that I could take my own situations or another person's situation mm-hmm. and write about it. Mm-hmm. Cause I done seen a lot, so it was like, or been through a lot, so it was like it wasn't hard for me to tell a story, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or or put pieces together, you know what I'm saying? So, I tried it, it worked, and it was like, as the time went on, I got better. Mm-hmm. Well, I, at least I felt I got better because I, I was recording myself better, I started being able to use my voice a little bit better, you know, it was different, you know? And then I started being around people who really, really do music, so it was like, I start keeping my ear instead of talking and jumping in like I knew everything, I was listening more. Watching this, watching that, you know what I'm saying, seeing how stuff go like and and take it home. I soak it in, take it home and try it. You know what I mean? Use implement all this stuff to myself and be like, you know, alright, I see where I could grow with this because, you know, I wasn't doing this, I wasn't doing that. Nobody like any time I recorded I never had nobody who was really musically inclined with me. So I couldn't be taught this or hold up try this do this different this that and third and the young boy that I had with me He was like learning too. he was he considered himself better than me So but he didn't he still ain't know You know the different levels of what needed to be done. So all right, let me ask you this question Because I'm gonna go
0: into theory because me I'm not really an R&B head because Mm -hmm. certain things about R&B. I just can't relate to Mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying and I think there's a false Idea of what R&B is when it comes from people from today because mm-hmm. they don't really I don't think people really know what R&B is anymore
1: nah. You? I do, you do they think they it's my mind. Today, I, I just feel like today Generations younger than us. Yes, today they just put music together.
0: So let, let's, let's talk about that because When you study R&B mm-hmm. and singing mm-hmm. They're separated into two different things probably yeah. three because you got soul blues, jazz, pop, mm-hmm. uh, and then rhythm and blues, rock and roll. Mm-hmm. That's where all singing in American traditional music comes from. Mm-hmm. So when I think of a singer, I think of like Billie Holiday,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Sam Cooke.
1: Yeah.
0: I think of somebody like Teddy or Luther. Mm-hmm. Then when I think of R&B, I'm thinking more like New Edition. I think of Mary. No. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. I think of uh, Lisa Fisher. OK. Sherelle.
1: OK.
0: When we get to Mary, that's hip-hop vocalization.
1: Yeah, facts.
0: So when people used to look at hip-hop and R&B, yeah. hip-hop was the street, and R&B was soft. Remember them in yeah. the 80s? Yeah. And when you really look at R&B, and b has songs just as hard as street as hip-hop. Yeah. When you, you're a music lover. Mm-hmm. You're not a person who just does music. Mm-hmm. I can tell, but what's how, how you put your songs together. You said R. Kelly was the major person that put a lot to you. Mm-hmm. Who was the artist that when you listened to them, you found yourself in that artist, not them influencing you
1: though? Uh, um, I could see more of a, um, Nate, dog. Nate? Yeah. I was like, okay, because I was more of a, like I can, I can, I just felt like I could write any kind of hook, and a feel good hook, a, a party hook, an anthem hook. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that just was like my go-to. Mm-hmm. And then when I started writing, I felt like an Anthony Hamilton or You know what I'm saying? Like to where though, they put a little bit more soul and feel to their music, to where though you can understand and they want you to gravitate to it. You know what I'm saying? And R. Kelly, he was just like he multitasked. Okay. You know what I'm saying? R. Kelly could get deep into life. He could get deep into a sexual situation. He can go pop. Mm -hmm. He can he can flex it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I just felt like with a little bit of piece of that person, a little bit of piece of that person, but this is like my idol artist right here. Mm -hmm. Like, blended, Mm -hmm.
0: it's
1: like, it's almost pieces, to me, Is like some of the best pieces to the, now don't get me wrong, it's a whole lot of other people that, you know what I'm saying? But I just felt like my style Mm -hmm. covered, you know, those three people, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I had an Anthony Hamilton kind of sound at some point. Different songs. Then my hooks was almost like a Nate Dogg type of feel because it was so catchy and vibrant, and you know what I'm saying. Then my writing style, at some points, if you listen to how I how I break my verses down, that it was like an R. Kelly feel. So it was like, but then I, I actually tell myself like, biggest Ben though R. Kelly was my favorite because it was no limit right. to what he could do. Right. And I used to want to get tested like. When I get with certain producers, I don't care which you beat, what beat you city.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It don't matter. I'm flexing on. That's just how I felt. So it was like I got pop beats thrown at me, Your Jamaican beats, you know, salsa, like all types of beats thrown at me. And, and and like when I attacked it, I felt like I hit it. It hit it where I needed to hit it at. And and they also felt the same. Like ah yeah yeah, you got that. You caught that. And it's like I haven't got too much of. Don't do this. Stop doing this. It was like, have fun with it because you ain't where you need to be yet. But you're there. You're, 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 you're going down the lane. But you're not all the way there, but you're going down the lane. So don't stop what you're doing. You just got to get lessons for this. You know, training for that. Or, okay. You know what I'm saying? Here's what I think, though. You sing and write like a rapper,
0: but you express yourself as an R&B. I'm like I can go with that. Because when I heard Crack Baby, Mm -hmm. that's a hip-hop song, but you're vocalizing. But when I hear I'll Make You Happy, that's an R&B song. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you are very ranged, but wordplay and word placement is what makes your songs. But harmony is what makes people feel your songs. Mm -hmm. What do you think is your strongest point? the writing or the
1: expression in your music? I think it's the writing. Why? Because I think if I was able to express what I wrote to the max, it'd probably be, the song would probably be 10 times better. Mm -hmm. I feel like my pen, like I feel Mm -hmm. like I can write in the right areas, you know what I'm saying? But if I was able to vocally express it and break it down in certain parts where it needed, Mm -hmm. that I didn't know I needed, Mm will make the song ten times better. So what's stopping you from making your ten times better song? Well actually I, I really don't have the time to get with somebody who can put me there. You do. No, I don't. Because I have people who want to work with you. you no, know, I'm just saying, not saying that I like I can't make time, but it's like, you know, life. Your life you know always what I'm saying? Life, life always get in the way of me really perfecting my craft. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because okay when I go full throttle with it, I gotta have some kind of money to push myself or because everybody ain't gonna do what they say they are gonna do at, at times. Well, you know that. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know, if I'm gonna work with somebody, I gotta have time. So if I'm taking away from me, you know, taking care of my life situations, you know what I'm saying? I gotta be, I gotta, I gotta be right. So that kind of like put me in, in like press my brakes on it a little bit, when I know I, I want, as bad as I want it, if I could put that much as much as time before I put in, it'd be great, you know what I'm saying?
0: I'm gonna be real with you. When I listen to your music, when you go vocal, mm-hmm. it takes me back to songs that I heard back in the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. I think if that lane was open to you and you went so People will understand you that much more, mm. and I think people miss you because people don't under, really appreciate music nowadays. Yeah. There's certain songs that when I hear you sing, mm-hmm. I can hear you singing. Like one of my favorite songs, I think if you were in this era of music, you were, you you could you could flip and make amazing. Is um, old girl. I think you could flip that. Old girl oh girl i'm gonna let you go i don't yeah. know what it look for i can hear that in you mm-hmm. but i can also hear first you buy yourself a shotgun now mm-hmm. i can hear you sing that mm-hmm. see when you have a good musician or someone who really does <laughs> music you can actually hear influential music come from them yeah. not just say oh you can sing and ask what's up mm-hmm. is there a song that you wish that you would have sung and bought out first so people know that's you and you Got that talent. Like something old? Whatever, what are you talking about? whatever. If you could've sung this song, what would've been your number one song that, that you would've introduced yourself to the world to?
1: I did Charlene. I did Charlene over. Anthony Hamilton. Anthony Hamilton. Okay. I did that song over and I felt like that was me. Yeah? Word, I really felt, I, I did that song over, they took it down off of uh off of the music sites because it sounded too much like the okay. original version Okay. now i switched all the words you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like in all areas i switched the words but i just felt like that was one of them songs that i just felt like i like that i felt was my voice was comfortable for because some people be like oh bro, you got it, and it but you you know your voice got to be comfortable for a certain song you gotta know your range to where, where's your limit and where you can go on a song, than just thinking you can sing. That's what I'm saying. You know Most what I'm saying? people sing and don't know music, yeah. so they're just uh,
0: uh, uh, or yeah. auto tuning, and they're not really catching the the the, the, the language. So let's, let's 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 flip it a little bit because you rhyme and you sing. Mm-hmm. When you write, what language do you hear when the music is playing? Do you get inspired by the beat, or are you just giving the beat the
1: message that you have within yourself? Kinda both. Tell me about that. Because the beat has to almost tell me where to go. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like it don't take long. You know I can I can give you the pride the first play out. If I run it back, then I'm like feeding a little bit more extra on it. But it's like, I could almost, after hearing the third, the second part of the hook, the third part of the hook again, I'm almost at a vibe to where the where I want to go with the song.
0: Okay. You know what
1: I'm saying? I probably even locked in the hook, and now I'm working on the verse as I'm listening. You know what I'm saying? But the beat, it has to talk to me. That's a very MC way ahead of this. And, and the crazy part about it is, I I've heard some crazy beats, so it's like, it's crazy what it runs through my head sometimes because it's almost like I can't. It's like I almost lock into every beat. Mm-hmm. It's strange because some people be like, "Oh nah, that ain't me. Nah, that ain't my lane. Oh nah, that's too slow. Or oh, nah, that ain't." Mm-mm. Like I almost could lock into every beat. Like some people don't know what you could do to beats that might you know what I mean, might not sound good to everybody. Right. They probably be like, oh, nah, that's just, it's nothing in that beat. Like, you gotta put more snares, you gotta put this, add some piano. Like, no, you gotta put something, like, you can bring that beat alive if you really wanted to. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I don't limit myself to, but the beat, like, sometimes beats just talk to you. Sometimes the beat is just words. It's like, as, I'm not a full magician, like, I mean, musician like everybody, so it's different for me. Everybody get it different, and it's like some beats is almost words to me. Mm, that's the language. Like as it plays, it's just like telling me to say this and say that, and then I just add on to it, like boom, 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 boom. So it's like it kind of, it's kind of like both ways for me. So then, how about this question? Because I
0: think. You describe it as something that is very superhuman and not artist-driven. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly is your influence. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly is a student of Michael Jackson and Prince. Mm-hmm. Tank is a student of R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Her is a student of R. Kelly and Prince, mm-hmm. etc. So But the thing about you is R. Kelly tried to be an MC, but he's not. Her is an MC mm-hmm. that does music. What do you call yourself? And I don't mean put yourself in a box like you're this or that. Mm-hmm. Are you an MC that sings, or are you a singer that also can MC? And why do you think that? Mm.
1: That's crazy. I'm. A, I'm kind of say I'm. am a singer that can that can MC because. It's like, I I feel like a poet is one of the best rappers. Yeah, yeah. So, being a poet, meaning you know how to put words together. Mm -hmm. You know how to express words. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they don't consider themselves rappers, some of them. You know what I'm saying? They won't consider themselves making a rap CD because they just want to express it in a different way. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel like, me being a singer slash MC, meaning I can write, I can be a poet, but I don't wanna rap. But I could rap if I wanted to rap, but I chose to sing because I can express rap and poetry in the kind of way that fits myself. Stop right there. That's the point I'm getting to. Cause most people don't understand
0: themselves. Mm -hmm. Remember we talked about purpose Mm -hmm. and we talked about how you saw something within faith that was that was already you, mm-hmm. but it had to come out of you naturally.
1: Exactly.
0: The natural gift that man is given is freedom. Mm-hmm. Why do you think so many people choose not to be free? Because it seems like you found your freedom in your music. Yeah. Why do you think so many people try not to
1: be free then? Like you said, they ain't find themselves. So you can't be free if you ain't found yourself. If you, if you like, how do you expect to move around and do things that we actually are obligated to do if you don't feel like you're able to do it? You know what I'm saying? Like, you take away from yourself when you have the option to do it. Because so you kind of pull yourself back from the world, society, this, that, and third, you know what I'm saying? When right, you gotta unplug. Exactly.
0: But see, that's the point. Because in music, there's no such thing as a plug. hmm But when people say, I gotta make this type of song, now you're plugged. Yeah. Now you got people feeding you things that are not coming from your soul, they're coming from people's imaginations. Exactly. Not your creativity. Or so this, the lane they wanna put you in. So if you're a singer that's an MC, what's more important to you? To harmonize and touch the soul or to get words for people to feel the vibe and go to the same place?
1: I wanna harmonize and touch the soul. Why? Because I feel like music is almost like with life and music is it plays a major part. Like music changes people. Music stops people from doing things. Music Soothes your soul mentally. I can't say physically, but yeah, physically too, because you got some people that you know work out the music. But like singing does something different to a person, you know. When you rap, okay, you it's different levels of rap, Uh just like it's different levels of singing, you know what I'm saying. But when you're able to touch somebody's soul with not just only a, a, a tone, you know what I'm saying, or hitting a note there, hitting a note there. When you able to actually say something, like you can speak the tone into somebody. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It's different. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people like that's their meditation, music. Uh-huh. A lot of people escape the outside world with music. You know what I'm saying? And and nine times out of ten is R and B or with like you said, jazz, or that soul, or you know what I'm saying? Like, that level, the singing side of, of music, it does, it, it's, it's, it's like medicine. You know what I'm saying? It, it heals people in a whole totally
0: different way. Now, I'm glad you said that because you are a man that encompasses two types of souls.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I asked you the challenge to you, because you're going to do this album. And we came up with a title, Gangster and a Gentleman 2. Mm-hmm. Not the number two, T-O-O. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why I wanted you to do that. The reason why is because I think people sleep on your writing technique as an MC, and I don't think people appreciate you for when you sing. Mm-hmm. What is a gangster and a gentleman? Why does those two definitions perfectly describe your skill
1: set? I just think it's me. Like, you know what I'm saying? And a person as yourself, when you haven't even been around me most of my life, can see characteristics in me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, and me myself, like, I can be a gangster and I can be a gentleman. Mm. Like, I've been the sweetest person, Like, but people know I have a side of me that you can almost see in my face when it's coming out. You know what I'm saying, so It's like, it's perfect. It was like perfect. It it, it not only challenged me as my myself being an artist, but you know It gets, it brings the creativity out of me on both sides. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like I'm I'm, you getting the best of both worlds and like you said a lot of people don't give me as much as credit that I feel like I can get you know what I'm saying and it's, it's, it's only really a chosen few that respect my pen? So what's
0: harder? Writing R&B melodies or writing bars for hip-hop songs?
1: Bars for hip-hop songs. Why is that harder? Because you you got to be you got to be very intelligent when it comes to hip-hop bars. Okay. Meaning you can make stuff, you can write stuff that rhyme. Anybody yeah. could do that, right? You know what I'm saying? But you got to be able to speak Not only speak things into existence speak things that existed already You know talk about you you, you got to hit points man, and, and don't get me wrong Like I know I got a nice game when it comes to the pen But this gonna be a, a test it's gonna Good. be a test because You know like I'm I'm not too pressed to try to keep up with the new Generation, like that's not my forte. I can care less if they feel like, oh, you gotta keep up, you gotta bounce with the way it is. I, I don't, I can care less about that. I like good music, you know what I'm saying? And, and I know it's still listeners out there that like good music, good solid music. So, I'm writing what I feel and how, you know, what's gonna come from my pen, what's gonna come off my brain. So, but. It's definitely definitely different writing raps. Like R and B like you you can feel like you, you, you put yourself in, two, in in a zone. The bar setups is different. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. It's totally different. Like you don't have to like you can drag your words out, not like actually in, in, in notes, but your breakdowns is so much easier than a rap bar. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like when you when you when you doing when you writing rap bars, you gotta almost like, hmm 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 hmm, right? An RB, you like, mm 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 mm, it mm, drag out. It's it's right. like different tones. So yeah. it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like some people just be like, they sit there write words that rhyme, make sure they put okay but they don't stick to like, some people don't even know like you all over the place with it, like you talked about guns, you just went to the house and had sex, then you went to the store and smoked a cigarette, then you jumped in the car with your man to them, y'all checked like, they be all over the place with it. It's no build up for some of these jokers now. Okay, I'm glad you
0: said that, because we're gonna talk music now. Mm -hmm. Cause this challenge that we talked about, I had to study other artists to prepare for you. You know who's one of the best MCs that sing? Karen Willer. Are you familiar? No. You know the song Back to Life by Soul to Soul? Yeah. That's Karen Willer. Oh wow. She sung I Adore You. Oh wow. Okay. Do you know what, you heard the song Back to Life by Soul to mm-hmm. Soul? I'm mm-hmm. back to, act to reality. You know what that song's about? Mm-hmm. Dying and coming back to life. Cause she was dead and the doctor brought her back, and she sung about it, but it's a hip-hop song. Wow. That's, that's beat R&B. Mm-hmm. That's an MC. Mm-hmm. See, when you're an MC that can sing, yeah, mm-hmm. you're not, my mic check, this life or death, breathing this life is breath, exhale the bills, boop, 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 do right the steps. You are back to life, so would you bad put to reality. Did you put no? MC
1: Light in that category?
0: No. Number one, she that- can't sing. And that's what makes a person. What who can about MC sing, Light? Can't sing. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. That's what makes a person who's a writer, singer, MC more dangerous and more thought provoking than a person who does just one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How about this person? Let me give you a good one that people sleep on. Because when you think about hip hop and R and B, people think about Jaheen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Tank. Genuine. Depending on whatever you are now, people think about Bryson Tiller, Blast. Um, you got Lucky Day. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Nas and Adiar and Nicola Dean for the R&B shows coming to Heritage Hip Hop. We talk about those type of singers, but when you think of an MC that can sing, you're talking about Anita Baker. Damn, I know she could rap. It's not about rap. It's about how mm-hmm. the pin moves yeah. the song. That. So you have people who write songs about love all day, mm-hmm. but they don't tell you about the essence of love mm-hmm. in their music. Mm-hmm. Think about Leisha Keys, You Don't Know My Name. Yeah. That's, that's hip hop. Yeah. But look at how she did it. Mm-hmm. Look at Anita Baker, Rapture. Mm-hmm. Caught up in the rapture of love. Mm-hmm. Nothing else can compare yeah. when I feel the in you. Like yeah. you said, melodies, right? Yeah. But then, you got people saying, you're always on my mind. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just so simple. Yeah, it's so simple. But like you said, the buildup makes the song. Yep. Hip-hop is the same way. Mm-hmm. Cause you can rap, drinking the Becks, all day I think about sex and, uh, that's man. if y'all don't know. Mm-hmm. You can rhyme, you can rhyme, or then you could be Wow, 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 you be yo, you be yay. Super dogs in the mother oven, how, and that's harmony too. Mm-hmm. If the message doesn't hit the heart, you're not really emceeing. And if the harmony doesn't hit the soul, you're not invoking the spirit.
1: Yeah.
0: How do you find your balance to do either or, either one?
1: I kind of didn't find my balance yet. Oh. Like, because I'm, I'm going to keep it a bang with you. Like, I'm not as musically inclined as a lot of people who's been doing it, you okay. know what I'm saying? So it's like, so I, you came,
0: talent, you
1: I came in late and just so happened to have a gift, you know what I'm saying? Because I can't, I can't dig into like, when you mention certain people, I can't dig into certain artists from back in the day like you would, okay. or like the artists that been doing it would, you know what I'm saying? I can relate, you know what I'm saying? Once I like, when, once you like, oh I, You know what I'm saying? But I can't, you ain't gonna see me pull up this artist and say, oh, I can't do that. Because music wasn't never, I was a sports head. You know what I'm saying? I played basketball all my life, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that, so music was like late for me. Okay, wait, wait. I get everything that you're saying,
0: so let's flip you then. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heritage Hip Hop. We not only do music, we do real life. Mm -hmm. So then, if I had to relate your musical style to something, I would call you Steve Francis. I could do
1: that.
0: Let's break this down. Because a point guard could take you off the dribble, mm-hmm. he could command a double team, he can pass, and if he's needed to score, he could get a bucket, right? Man. Okay, that's your style. If you're hip-hop, you are Stefan Marbury, Allen Iverson. Rough, you rugged. you take it to the hole, it. and you make an impact. Or you could be an R&B type of point guard, which is like Isaiah Thomas. Mm -hmm. Smooth, hit you with the pass, bong. Mm -hmm. Magic Johnson, flashy, behind the back. But all in all, you're bringing people together with your technique. Mm -hmm. See, the thing about the franchise, the thing about Catino Mobley, the thing about God Sham God, I'll even mess you up and go college. David King, St. John's, Tyus, at wow. UCLA. So the think <laughs> about your technique and your style is, when you can mirror and go through different modes of it, you mm-hmm. could be higher on one and then down on the other. Mm-hmm. And then when people come of play you on the one side, you beat them with the other side. Mm-hmm. So whether you sing it to them, people are nigga, you just be singing all day, but then you come with the bars, it's like, oh shit, he multi-dimensional. When you are multi-dimensional, not only does that make the skill set harder, it means the preparation is different. Yep. So how do you get into your mode to be the smooth singer, MC, and then how do you get into your mode to be the MC that can harmonize the
1: blues and the rhythm to you? Mm. Well, basically, like it's like once I get into music mode, I get into reflection mode. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I start to reflect on everything. Talk about. It. So, depending on where the beat take me, I, re- I go into that reflection. And it's like, almost off the back, I can almost put somebody in that shoe, in those shoes, if it ain't myself already. Like, if I know this is where I want to go with this song, I almost put myself in them shoes already. I already know, like, damn, I've been waiting to talk about this for forever. Like, because my man go through something and I be like, damn, I, I'm mad because nobody really knew his story. You know what i'm saying but me because a lot of people and and then that that this is what really helps create my music most of the times everybody comes to me with situations Mm -hmm. like i'm like one of the go-to guys when it's time to talk you ain't got to worry about your situation coming out i don't care if i'm like i could be like this with the person you're talking about Mm -hmm. if it ain't deadly Detrimental, it's gonna harm either one of y'all It's none of my business Mm -hmm. I'm not bringing it up Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make sure that I'm gonna keep y'all away from attacking each other Until y'all actually get it off y'all chest by yourself Mm -hmm. But just normally just saying Oh, I know what's going on and I'm gonna watch what happen No, I'm not that person So it's like so many people come to me with situations that I had to soak in you know what I'm saying? And it's like a lot of the times it's like, damn, how am I help- able to help you with your situation and I can't help myself with my own situation. That's the box. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I am seen her been through so much that sometimes it need to come out. And that be the best time for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I get I put myself immediately into that mood. And it's not hard to talk about. I could put two, three situations into one and make it seem like it all happened at one time. And that's the gift that
0: I think people don't understand that I wanted you to touch on. Mm -hmm. Because you just talked about perspective. When we were in school, we were taught perspective. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, they don't teach perspective. They just teach how to think.
1: Exactly.
0: So, by understanding perspective because you're able to talk about somebody else's life and bring it to music, Mm -hmm. I have a trick question for you because you're an artist. Mm -hmm. Hip-hop has a voice, but it doesn't talk about everything. Mm -hmm. R&B has a voice, but it doesn't sing about everything. Mm -hmm. What is the one thing that you bring to both that
1: nobody else is bringing? Me just being natural. I think it's not too much of people giving just their self. I don't use all the tools i don't you know i'm 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 to the point where my music is almost not i can't say because they do that my music is almost a reality in a way of it not being scripted like i don't none of my songs is like a scripted song to where it's though like i just put words together to make it hot okay like everything that i wrote was It was all reality, like uh, every single thing that I wrote. But you can tell from an artist, like what you're saying, what separates me, you can tell from artists what's real and what's not. You know when a person can just write and make a good song that's going to make the crowd feel like, oh my God, she just, oh, he's just that nice. But it's not them. They, they haven't lived it. They weren't a part of it. They life, like, I'm, I put, in a short amount of time that I have done music, I think, well, that's what I could say I separate myself. By me not having no experience in the music game and able to be able to function with some of the best people in the city or be considered a go-to guy when it comes to certain music, like, I think, I, I'm like, I don't think not too many people in the city did that. Nine times out of ten, they've been in the game for a long time. Well, they know a lot about the music industry. Like, I'm fresh on the boat, don't have that much knowledge, but can keep up with the best that I feel like. Well, I, I,
0: I'll put you like this. I about up a lot of old point guards for y'all basketball lovers out there. Right. John Morant. All I wanna say is this, for somebody who doesn't know enough, you've made classics where people who have been in the industry couldn't even make one. Mm. Yeah. And you've sung classics that people have been trying to get to and they haven't yet. One of my favorite songs besides Crack Baby that you've done is, you talking about Hooks, you talking about Blessed. You and Dee That is That was nominated for Heritage Hip Hop Song of the Year, by the way. Yes. And I want to ask you this, because you mc on that hook, not just sung it. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm stressed, I'm not black like this, I feel sick and tired, I don't feel the pain no more. Pain is the number one component of all black music. How do you master
1: pain so you can express it so the world can understand you and find joy in it? You gotta, you gotta been have went through it. You know what I'm saying? If, if you ain't been through the pain, you can't deliver. You can't express. You can't tell a person how it feel. Like, cause when you do music, when you do R&B, you, you almost feel it. Like, when you in a booth, you feel it. When you when you writing a verse, you feel it. You like you like when you writing a rap bar. Like you be in a whole nother zone. You be like, ah. I I'm saying all right boom yeah boom when you doing RB b versus you' almost like it's just a mirror sitting in front of you the whole time mm-hmm. and you just looking at yourself and you you know what I'm saying like I, I come from that if you ain't got an ugly face when you sing it ain't real you ain't you, you yeah. know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like and that's how I write you might not even see that on stage with me like you might not see them faces but I write like that. Like I, you, I would probably sit there and just make the faces and all that, and just get into a zone with my music, just so I can, I know myself. Like I, I want, I want you to feel it. I want you when you, when you hear it, I want you to be like yes. I want you to be clap it. I want you to clap before the song goes. But I want you to. It it gotta be. It gotta touch you. And not saying that every song that I have done touch you, but in some kind of way, it did. I like. Because I'm don't, i not a one-dimensional type of dude. Some people say, like, some of my songs, I used to get this, like, some of your songs are repetitive. Like, they almost sounded like, and I used to say to myself, like, damn, try to catch it. Like, damn, which songs really, like, you know what I'm saying? They could not never tell me exactly, but it was like, I heard it. Like, some of your songs sound like a little bit the same. You might need to switch it up. This is what started making me challenge myself to different beats or all type of like I never really test myself in ranges yet because I know I, I don't have a voice for certain range. Not saying that I can't get it, but you know, sometimes people is just you know when you when Bobby Brown and them used to have background singers, they didn't go and get people who could hit all four of them to hit all the notes. You handle this, they handle this, they handle that. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like I'ma stay where I can stay. I'ma try stuff, don't get me wrong. I might hit it I like I done recorded some nights and try so hard to hit this note until I got it right that one time and just kept it. You know what I'm saying? So I like, you know, I like I just gotta make it I gotta make it. I want you to be able to listen to every song and get something from it. You know what I'm saying? If you if you can't get nothing from every song, then I'm really not playing that song too much. And then this is this is what this is what I always tell myself too, which I don't have. Visuals bring out so much more of your song if it's done right, you know what I'm saying? But the visuals is like the icing too, because you can feel a song and then actually seeing it, you know what I'm saying? And, and and like the like the visual almost walk you through how you need to feel about the song or. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a lot, man, it's a lot. I'm just trying to keep up with, not not with the times, but with just me being an artist and standing in my lane and, and, and being me, like I don't wanna, like a lot of people be wanting to do other things, artists doing nowadays or try to mimic somebody. Like I, 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 I'm I glad a person can match me up with, Oh, you sound like such or such, or you can be this, that and the third, but I still wanna be me. I want to have choices sound. I want them to be like, oh, that's choice. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you to be, I don't want to be nothing else but myself. That's it. You know what's funny? Visuals not only make
0: the music come alive, Mm -hmm. they also add another layer to the acceptance of the song. For instance, one of my favorite R&B songs ever is by Lisa Fisher, How Can I Ease the Pain? Mm-hmm. And the song is about her dealing with a man that's married. Mm-hmm. And when you listen to the song, you feel it. You remember the song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know So that you song. remember how she hits that note at the end? Mm-hmm. If you watch the video, she's biting on pearls, it's a man touching her, and she looks like she's in ecstasy and agony at the same time. Mm-hmm. So then you really get to see what it is that's going on. Or maybe for the ladies, on another level, Sunshine Anderson, heard it all before. Mm-hmm. When the guy's talking to her and he's just talking and talking, most women say that when a guy is like full of shit, he just talks a lot and he shouldn't be like looking like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So he's doing fast and she's just like, yo, what the, you know what I'm saying? Right. And that puts you in that mode. The thing about visuals that makes RB funny and also appreciative to me is like you said, when you make the face. Mm-hmm because then you know that person has put their all into the note or into the song that they're trying to express. What song did you sing, brought the expression out of you to when the crowd couldn't deny
1: you killed that song? Daddy Kiss. Like, Daddy Kiss and um, what other song could I say? Uh, I could say Real Woman. Tell me about Real Woman. I mean, Real Man, I'm sorry. Real Man, tell me about Real Man. It's, it's, I just feel like that song is just the whole honest truth. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, when I, when I perform that song, it almost takes a woman out the club. Mm. Like, it's like, damn, what the fuck is I'm doing here? You know what I'm saying? They start realizing like, yeah, I, I really do need this. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, and then it's like, if you like if you ain't putting it all in your in your performance it's like it's worthless like you want to get that up closer person you want to look a person in the eyes and have them like damn is he really talking to me like yes, mm-hmm. I need you to feel that when I walk away I want you to be like, not only did the song impact you from what I wrote it's like you almost felt it like I was telling you like I really came here to tell you this.
0: You know, it's deep because not too many artists have the heart to do that. Yeah. Because everybody thinks when you sing, you're supposed to either get the girls' panties wet and they go draws on the stage, or the men are supposed to want to have sex with you when you're on the stage. And yeah, that's part of entertainment because mm-hmm. it's a lust thing. But not too many people make songs about the reality that we live every day. Yeah. So you're talking about taking people out the club. Why do you think people are not man or woman enough, artists enough to talk about the racism? talking about the pandemic, talking about, um, everybody talks about giving me a cash app, it's my birthday, but Mm -hmm. nobody's talking about how these kids are suffering. Why do you think people sing about the typical, I'm in love, he cheated, she cheated, threesomes, all this sexual stuff, but nobody's talking about poverty, heartache, heart attacks, health, um, preparing or legacy why do i think that is and why do you want to make your music so that it does
1: that because like i said they 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 stick into realities is what's right in front of your face you know what i'm saying meaning that they want to satisfy the people that's now some people don't know how to pick songs you know what i'm saying some people don't know the setting that they in you know what i'm saying like you call a person for a show. What's up? I need you to perform. You got eight minutes, mm-hmm. and they just put an eight-minute set together. Mm-hmm. They never once ask a question. Where the part? Where the spot at? You know, what type of crowd is it? What? What is this? What is that? So it's like you just jumping out the window.
0: That's a fact.
1: You know what I'm saying? So it's like you you just going to what you think is your dopest joints, and you just saying, "I'm gonna go over here and rock out." Cause I'm just that nigga. Nah. You could bring your dopest joint and get to the wrong setting. That's right. And they could be like, nobody wants to hear this. You gotta research what you, what you capable of doing. Like this, this is why a lot of, cut and dry, a lot of these jokers now, don't even have, they think they got a category. They don't have a categories. Break it down. Categories to me is basically flavors. Okay. If I say I want some Kool-Aid, you're not just going to go make me great Kool-Aid. It's different flavors of Kool-Aid.
0: Facts.
1: You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. And then it's going to be like, you're going to get that question, what kind of Kool-Aid you like? You know, if you can't, oh, I like great Kool-Aid, but you know, I could could do some cherry or orange or, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it's a it's a it's a method to the madness. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of these jokers is just in one lane.
0: I'm glad you talked about that because that's presentation.
1: Yeah. And one thing I think
0: R&B has failed to do is keep its presentation. Yeah. Because now a lot of singers look like rappers, mm-hmm. and it's a blurred line. So now we don't really get the distinction of the presentation being right. Because remember, hip hop back in the day, you was you had a rapper, you had the background dancers. Mm-hmm. Even with R&B, you had the singer, you had the background singers. And though it kept that tradition of R&B, the presentation of the artist has changed. Nobody looks like new edition, but everybody looks like Chris Brown. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's different, you don't have that, you don't even have to be clean cut to sing. What Mm -hmm. I'm saying is you you, you just distinguish yourself from others. Mm -hmm. As a performer and an artist, how do you physically distinguish yourself so that people know
1: or don't know what you're going to do when you hit the stage? Because I can get called for any show.
0: Okay?
1: It's not a show that or event that you can't call me for. Okay? I'm not stuck in a box. So that right there is going to tell me that I'm 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 different. Okay. I, I I got into a situation, not really into a situation, but I had to explain the situation to a couple of people at one time that they was trying to figure out why was I the only one performing every time something happened. That's I said you don't have a cat, you don't have a category. I mean a, a catalog. Like what what what? How far do your music go? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You only can get called for the strip club joints. Presentation. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't. If they have a whole bouncy house all outside on the block, or at an event, it's a hundred thousand kids. You would never be able to perform. That's the R. Kelly you has nothing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have nothing to fit that category. Mm-hmm. You come to an older situation where it's suit and ties, no sneakers, old heads in the bar. You can't perform. That's a good point. You have no music to fit that crowd. That's a good point. Only thing you could do is get with a younger crowd. Hopefully, it's a couple old heads in there. That they probably don't stick around too long if it's too much for them to bear, because that's what happens. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you not coming prepared. You could come with your whole eight minutes, but how many eight minutes do you have with you? Meaning? When you step into the spot Two or three people perform before you You done checked the reaction to the crowd You know where you need to go So now what you thought you was about to do You can't even do no more You should already be set for different occasions Do I come sexually? Do I come for the kids? Do I come for just making sure they feel good about my music Or do I have fun with them? And mix it up with it. you know what I'm saying? They don't come prepared like that they just come with oh your email you, you ain't even got nothing in your email to send to somebody. You did you ever think about being an
0: AR? I have. Why why does having an A and R mind make you a better artist?
1: It helps me and the artist Because I learned off of them. You know the thing that they don't prepare themselves for things that they need to learn things that i'm learning off of them some artists come pre- more prepared than the a and sometimes you know what i'm saying and then me just being musically inclined knowing that i i would want to put you in a situation that i will put myself in i'm so not going to just throw you out to the to the wolves i understand that that's perfect
0: because Just like you said, you don't know if you're going to be suit and tied up. Can you perform or do you need to be uh, urban wear, urban apparel? I I like that because that's part of branding. And Mm -hmm. a lot of artists don't know how to brand themselves. Mm -hmm. A lot of artists think, I just sing and that's it. And that's not how it goes. You have branded yourself successfully different ways. Mm -hmm. Remember, we talked about. This is where you become a real one, and the brick that we talked about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You were always, you were always told to other, to, told to me by others. They call you a brick because you're steady and you're strong. Mm-hmm. There's no bending that people can build off of your example and your knowledge. Mm-hmm. You got hate out there too. Yeah, definitely. but the hate has to recognize the thing too because they respect it. Because whether you believe in that brick or not, somebody hit you with this so one. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And, and that's like the truth. No matter what it is, whether you believe it or don't, the truth is the truth. Mm-hmm. But being a real one also, because you know how to carry yourself in different situations. Yeah. And what most artists I've noticed don't do is they don't carry themselves respectively to the crowd or to the art that they claim they have. Mm-hmm. And by branding yourself, not only are you establishing this is who you are, but you're patterning something for people to follow. Mm-hmm. You have made clothing. You have started businesses. You have put other people's businesses on the map. Tell me about starting your own apparel and how did that aid in your music
1: as well? Well, actually, the the crazy part about it is, um, like in the, almost like in the, like somewhat at the beginning of my career, like I was, I say I could say it was about, two or three years in, and I was dealing with somebody who, you know, used to get certain little images that you could just iron on, you know, stuff like that, and, you know, me doing shows, always used to want to make sure I was right. If I got a show, I got to be right. I don't care what it is. I'm going to try to put something together, so my performance, my attire, my everything is just going to speak for itself, you know what I'm saying? So getting into the clothes was like almost a, a bonus because I'm like, if I can wear my own stuff, present myself as me, have fun doing it and attack the people in all those areas that I named, then I'm not just only accomplishing music. You know what I'm saying? I'm putting myself on a platform and dip on different scales to where it's those like you're not just going because everybody don't like music. Facts. Some people might come to the show just to come support their friend because you wanted me to come out and be like, oh, that's a dope. I love that shirt he got on. Not a music aid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying But this be like, oh yeah, get his number so we got to make some clothes and this that I wanna be like you gotta it's, you gotta market yourself in different areas you can't just come and say oh i'm the dopest nigga in the hood i came to spit these bars and you got polo on why because they might make that polo shirt might be famous so you see oh, saying shirts gonna outshine the artists some of them it do mm. some people come dressed to impress mm-hmm. but the music don't count That's interesting But like Damn he fly as hell He was ass But he was The outfit was dope (laughs) You know what I'm saying Like you gotta You gotta And then by me Being able to do my own stuff It just was like It felt good Like you know what I'm saying Like I just felt like I was doing me Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying Like I already came in like Oh I'm about to tear the show up But now I'm about to Kill this outfit I'm about to try to get two or three of my boys in it, like, you know what I'm saying, I want to, you know what I mean, like, it's different, man, you gotta, it's a whole lot, man, that I still need to do with myself when it comes to this music and branding and, you know what I'm saying, but I realize it as I go along, that it helps, you know what I'm saying, like, when you, when you down on one, one part of the game, you gotta be on top on the other part, because you gotta keep something alive, you know what I'm saying, and then if you got enough concrete music to where though you can focus on something else, you still keeping it alive. Facts. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you can still, like a lot of people don't know. Like songs you hear from all these major artists, you think they just wrote them songs that night or a couple weeks or two. No, some of these songs was songs that they had started out with that it was so much of a buildup that it made it that big. Like a Crack Baby, like you know how long, a lot of people don't even know how long ago Crack Baby, I made Crack Baby. But when I go performing, it's like, it's a brand new song. Yeah, cause music never gets old. This is what I'm saying? When you got, when, when you can make music that people were like, yo. Like I couldn't leave spots without doing that song. <laughs> I used to come with whole, totally, this is why I said being prepared, because I used to come with totally different sets. But I couldn't leave without doing that song. Okay. So, you're branded as a singer,
0: an emcee. Tell me about your clothing brands. What brands
1: do you have, and what do they stand for? I got a lot, I got a lot. Um, my first initial brand was Fan Basic. You'll probably see it, the FB logo. That was basically it's fan. It's it's called fan basic. So it was like anybody that was around me was basically family. You know what I'm saying? Like we had to be blood family, but we was that close to where though we was family. So that's why I came up with the fan basic, like my own team, my my logo. That was my first brand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's like not too many people. I don't I don't push that brand as much because you really have to be worthy of that brand. Understood. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm That brand ain't just to toss out and anybody, just, it's just so fashionable. Like, You really gotta be worthy of that brand. Mm-hmm. You gotta either be a part of me in a certain way. You gotta be basically us growing up together and basically family. Like, We gotta be that unity, that bond gotta be there. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, I don't touch that brand as much, which which I, I should, because a lot of people want it, but it ain't even, like, you know, it's different, like I said. It makes it more worthy. Exactly, yeah. so, so
0: the next brand
1: good. was um, Swag Savages. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That brand, like, a lot of the brands I make, it just, it, it, it all makes sense to me. Like, I know a lot of people that's just, All they want to do is get up and be fresh. <laughs> okay. Like, it's almost like, if they not getting dressed, they basically ain't coming outside. You got some people like, man, I don't even feel like you're dressed, man. I'm standing in the house. What do you mean? Who said you had to get dressed to come outside? I'm like, man, you know I ain't coming outside. I man, I ain't like, any. So, that brand basically just came from that, like, just being a savage for having swag, like for being fly, you know what I'm saying? Like you just, you lust off of just being a fly nigga, you know what I'm saying? So that's where that brand came from, just more of, you know, just having a hunger for being fly. Um, And then flywear was just like a branch Mm -hmm. off of, you know, being, having a, um, a, a, a swag savage, you know what I'm saying? You just, you just wanna have that fly gear on. You just wanna be, that's more of a like a lean back, you ain't gotta go stupid crazy with it, you just clean with it, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, that's another one. And then you got the Your Choice brand. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to Malik Fan Biz. Like, he made this logo for me and a lot of people won't realize what it is. Okay, tell me about it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it looks like, almost like a Dita logo. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you look at it, but it's really a Y and a C, okay. you know what I'm saying? That's what makes it their choice, you know what I'm saying? So and it was like, it was plain, simple, to the point, you know, not doing too much, you know what I'm saying? Then one of them, you know how you got the polo symbol you on the bottom of your shirt or, mm-hmm. and one of them logos, you could just throw ball just to let a person know like, yeah, he doing them clothes, like that's his, his work. Okay, you know what I'm saying, so this is more like me. this is like a lot of people felt this logo like I'm just now bringing it back out um so what else I got uh, The hats oh yeah, hats I do hat I do all types of customs. This is just basically good vibes only, you know what I'm saying, like why wouldn't you wanna have good vibes you you wanna be around nothing but good vibes. No matter if you frustrated, mad, attitude, you still want the environment to still be, be good vibes. So let me ask you a trick question
0: then. Mm-hmm. Cause hip hop and R&B is about fashion. Yeah. The Temptations had suits on. Back in the 90s, you had to have a Carhartt suit. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? People have polo and track suits. And you yeah. got the low lives. Shout out to the polo family, the low lives. So fashion came with it. Does making clothes equal or rival making a song to you?
1: Yeah. How? Because I feel like... Your appearance is almost like your song. Like, if you ain't coming correct... You might not just be that dude. <laughs> and, and it helps. It's... I feel like clothes is like extra, it's like the vocals behind you. You know, how, like I said, you got the people singing behind you. Mm -hmm. When you come and you fly, it's like you got extra vocals. Okay. You come, you feel good about yourself. You just want to express yourself more. Because you're like, I'm fly, Uh, you know what I mean? I'm just, and I'm about to tear it up. And see, and and this, this is why I love myself, right? I got shot. Got shot in my face. It's how I lost my teeth You know what I'm saying A lot of people used to be like Yo You ain't embarrassed with Not having No It doesn't stop me from doing anything I get in the club Like I said I, I make sure my fly right And I attack the stage the way I need to And you know what happens They don't even notice I got teeth I ain't got no teeth I'm missing to you. They don't notice. Mm-hmm. It's going now. My appearance cleaned that up. My my stage presence cleaned that up. You know what I'm saying? I felt comfortable with not. You know I got a whole full set. Okay, wait. I like how you said that because it goes back to the art of
0: song creation. Mm-hmm. So you my Virgil Abloh right now, R. P. What is the R&B outfit and what is the hip hop outfit?
1: Choice comes to perform. Well, when I come to perform, thugged out. That's your R and B. That's your hip hop. Yep. Oh, both. Oh, that's my R and B. I thugged out for the R and B. Yeah. Why because, is that your presentation? Because I'm a shocker. Okay. I'm with the rappers. They got bars. So I just sit right into the rap atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying and. When I start going, when I start performing It almost like helps my act, because they're like, I wouldn't have never thought That you was about to do what you just did Okay So long as it ain't too extra rappy, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it do be But I want, I don't want you to know what I'm about to do mm. You know what I'm saying? Unless I really have to fit that occasion To where it's though you know like i really need to come sharp you know what i mean it's down the third but even in those type of situations i still want to fool the crowd because i want them to think that oh he about to come rapping i don't want to hear no rap and then boom here i go and they like oh mm-hmm. you know what happens i got more people coming up to me after the show i got more people coming up to me after the show you know what i'm saying i got a lot of people Want to talk to me because they didn't, they didn't know what was about to happen. So it was like, I, I, you don't look like you was about to sing. I didn't want you to look, I didn't want it to look like that. You know, I almost wanted you to feel like you, this wasn't the scene for you, for me. But I'm gonna come and do what I do and I'm gonna change your way of thinking. You know, cause so you, you, like a lot of people that, like they say, you ju- don't judge a book by its cover. And this is what us black people normally get judged As soon as they see us with certain this on certain that Attire this, attire that, they automatically think Oh, here can come the bullshit (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So that was like I fooled people every chance I got like that And I got more, the attraction was more for me Other than me coming in with, I tried it I got dressed, you know what I'm saying? Came in, sung my songs, and and I, this was my reaction. Good job, I like. Good job, good job. You know, walking through. You know, I still love God, I appreciate the love, but when I when I was in the thug out here, it's like, yo, come here, man. You you really you know it was a different like. I held conversations longer. People tapped into wanting to get my info. You know, it was it was different. So I always wanted to keep that same intensity the whole way, and just being thugged out. No, come through. I can cut that. Come through. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: All right. So we are gonna pick up. So then, what's the R&B? You know, that's the R&B outfit for you. Was thugged out. What's the hip hop outfit for you?
1: I kind of almost keep it the same. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I can't even really say that because I don't really do too. I don't really perform too many rap songs. Which is going to change. Yeah. Because you got We're this challenge. Going on. Yeah. That, everybody know about the challenge. Yeah, I think he. I'm sure he do. I'm sure he do. <laughs> That's but, interesting. You know what I'm saying. Uh huh. But yeah, it, like I never really performed no rap songs, so it's not really a a, a way I came in. Like if I performed the rap song. It was probably because they threw some beats on or something, or I just did it like my rap was. Like, I never really performed a rap song. Mm.
0: Okay. I think my last question on this, because we talked about clothes and the clothes, is this. When we study in the scriptures or the holy books, mm-hmm. they call it your garb or your robe. Mm-hmm. And your robe would dictate your righteousness Mm -hmm. because you got the white guard which is purity Mm -hmm. and you have like sackcloth which was for mourning Mm. and by how you dress people would know your status when it comes to your spirit Mm -hmm. if music was your clothes how do you wear your music not your outfit how do you wear your style it'd be clean
1: Meaning? All my music would be clean. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't talk too dirty. It it'd be more of me building than you know what I'm saying, just like bars or me just trying to put it together to make it sound good. So what does that look like? How does it look? I got it in there. <laughs> I'm a Muslim, <laughs> so you know it's different. <laughs> You know what I'm saying Like us Muslims You feel me Like it's It's a lot That we have to keep ourselves away from mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying So If I was full blown Into my lifestyle Of me being a Muslim I probably wouldn't even Be doing this right now So that's how the music Would be like Almost That clean You know what I'm saying To where it's like You only gonna get A message out of it you know what I'm saying? You're only gonna get a religious message out of it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be, don't get me wrong. I feel like I can write in my religion to With actually I, actually, I got something. I got something for the religion that, you know, some might think is around. You know what I'm saying? But we ain't perfect, so you know. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get this off my chest. But I got something for the religion that's gonna be dope, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna mean a lot, it's gonna, it's gonna speak for itself, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, if I had the right toward the religion, like my music would be totally different, I probably wouldn't even be the same choice.
0: First and foremost, thank you for letting me show the world your talent, because your talent isn't what you say or how you express your songs only. It's how you mm-hmm. live and the principles that you carry. Mm-hmm. And from one man to another man, let me tell you why I respect you beyond your music. For one, you never lied to me. Mm-hmm. So, I'll thank you.
1: Appreciate
0: it. Two, you're consistent in what you do. Mm-hmm. Three, you wear your belief and your heart on your sleeve. And as a man who does clothing, you know how important it is to wear something correctly. Yeah. So I honor you for that. You always gave me high esteem, thank you, but that's not why I honor you. Mm-hmm. I honor you because what you want to do or have done for me, you do for others.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You have a show on 8 Squad Rebel Radio, talk about it.
1: Well, yeah, Yeah. 8 Squad Rebel Radio, every Saturday from 12 to 2, called Talk That Talk. Mm-hmm. You know basically getting into any and everything man it's a get it off your chest segment you know what i'm saying and the one
0: thing that music does is that it heals the mind mm-hmm. and just like talk that talk does it gets people to express the things that's on their spirits that can hold them down mm-hmm. you give people their roses which is like a respect thing mm-hmm. and one thing about the quran and faith is that we believe and when it comes to respect Respect given is respect earned, Mm -hmm. but you show respect regardless so that people know when they walk with God, they're blessed, but when people walk against God, just know Mm -hmm. that lack of respect gets repaid as well.
1: Yes,
0: sir. Because of those things about you and your character, I've always been a fan of how you move, and people may like your music, people may not like your music. I respect you as a man, first and foremost. Mm -hmm. So I want to say thank you for the interview, and I appreciate you. you. I appreciate it. So before we leave off on this interview. Please give everybody your social media, mm-hmm. how they can find your
1: music, and what's coming. Um, Jimmy Small Smallwood on the book, on Facebook. Um, I have a couple pages on um, IG, the Brellis, that's T-H-E-B-R-E-L-E-S-S. I think I spelled it right. No, T H E B R E LL, yes, yes, my bad, <laughs> then I got a um, smoking the City page up there, you know I gotta put a lot more content on there but um, I also, you could go to my um, my um, clothing line page on Facebook, my business page is Newfam slash Dosage Customs you know you can see everything that I've done from the beginning to now I have my own app on Apps Village um, Go to Apps Village. Look up New Fam Customs. I have my own app up there. You can go up there. You can also press the call button on my biz on any one of my business pages. Um, yeah, that's like my info. Contact me. I do clothes. I do merch. I do from everything from hats to jackets to whatever. It's really no limit to what I can do. You know what I'm saying? I do music, of course. Um, listen. Listen, i I try to put on as many hats as I can, man. There's no limit. man. I'm a no-limit soldier. That's it.
0: All right. I respect that. So with that being said, we've come to the end of the first part of the interview. Now we get to the fun part, the rapid-fire questions. You ready to play this game with me? Let's go. The rapid-fire questions are not yes-no questions. These are questions that talk to your faith, your morality, the know-how you have of your art, and your craft. So let's go to the first question. Question number one. What song or album from another artist perfectly describes you?
1: Uh, Art Kelly, Um, there can only be one me. Okay, that's very deep. Question number two.
0: Music was made for one purpose.
1: True or false? False. Why? Because I feel like it's not a one purpose type of situation. Like. I feel like, you know, music was just it was made for not only creativity, not but for for feeling, for, you know, style, for embracing, you know what I'm saying? All different, it's a it's a lot that comes with music. So music is not one thing.
0: Where would you like to go off key where you would like to hear your music and it was just surprise
1: you that they're playing it there? place oh um in the country like deep in the country In read that country yeah deep in the country <laughs> where for real like I, I i feel like you know they would really love my music i feel like if they was locked in a room and had to listen to my music it'd probably adapt them into B or to the black culture but like country uh, the countryside of music, they really stick to their guns. You know okay. what I'm saying? They, they like one of the coaches in music that don't really go too much outside the box from country.
0: That's interesting. Because it's
1: like, it's all kind of built in one for them in their own kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, that's interesting, because a yeah. lot of country music has hip-hop in it. Now. That's what I'm saying. So it's like they don't really go outside their box too much. Like mm-hmm. when you deep into the country, country. Mm-hmm. Like it's just country. That's it. That's all you're going to get. from What is the most epic
0: event that you've lived through that affected how you make music? Uh, Damn. Say that again? What is the most epic thing that you've lived through that affected how you make music?
1: I think happened to record it myself and not have help. So that changed your life was having to do it for yourself. Yeah, like I like me, like I never had help. Like I, I kind of almost created my own talent. So it was like nobody was really there to, to, to you know put me in the right places in you know situations in music or like guide me through how I should be how it should be done like I didn't even know certain guidelines from when the hook was supposed to come in and this that and the third and all like I like I had to learn all this stuff myself so it was like me being able to do music on my own was like the biggest part if
0: this is one of my favorite questions I like to ask on the first interview, by the way, so you're always welcome to come back. Versus culture is real big right now. Do you like the Versus? Yeah. I personally don't, but Versus has made people look at people now as artists, where before it was just playlists. Yes. So, my question to you is, if there was a Versus where the two artists battled each other, but both artists battled perfectly and encompassed you as a man, who would the two artists be in the Versus? to battle me? No, they battling each other. Every song represents you. What two artists could do that?
1: <clears throat> Damn. That's crazy. Uh, that's a hard one. Two artists that would battle each other
0: Listening to that verses, they're hearing you. While he's thinking about that, make sure you subscribe to heritagehiphop.com for questions like this and more. Shout out to my man D Bridges, who made not only the classic song, Bless, but he has other albums as well. We're going to shout out my man while he in the room in the background, you know what I'm saying? But once again, two artists that when they battle each song with a whole structure of the verses, would be like, yeah, that was me they sung about. By hearing them two, you gotta look into me as an artist, or as a man. I'll um, come back to that one? Yeah, we come back to that one. Oh, we got them tapping out, y'all. We MMA. That's man. that's that's crazy, <laughs> make it. All right, here's my next question. See, most people be like, if you had this producer to, to work with, who would you rather work with? I don't ask questions like that no more. I'm gonna ask you this question. If you could make your perfect album, what type of album
1: would it be? My perfect album meaning?
0: Well, there's different types of albums. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You have artists that make thematic albums, like Ready to Die, Life After Death, To Pimp a Butterfly, like that. Mm -hmm. You have artists that do, that's a thematic album. Then you have albums that are mixtape structured. Where every song builds upon a lesson and they go to the next song you have albums that are playlist that are like this is my best song this is my best song this is my best song i just put them together and then you have albums that are i just said to say for lack of better words um just creative where people just put shit together and they want it to sound good so if you could make your perfect album what type of album would it
1: I, I don't want you to skip no no songs.
0: So what style is that? Is that a more playlist? Is it more thematic? Is that more? I of a guess
1: it's, I guess you could call that a playlist to me. To okay. Wiz though, you you, like you said, normally a playlist is like you're gonna pick some of the best songs to Wiz though. You know what you want to hear, basically. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want you to skip a song. I want you to be able to put my music on and just let it rock. You know what I'm saying? If you get to one of my songs where you be like, oh, all right, then, you know, I feel like I, you know, I didn't accomplish what I was supposed to accomplish. Okay. Now, the reason why I asked you that question is because each type of album has a
0: flaw. Mm-hmm. The flaw to the playlist is that, you know how everybody does playlists? Mm-hmm. Not like me because I'm the best, by the way. <laughs> but you know how everybody does a playlist and they'll put like a, like 30 songs on a playlist? Yeah. It can be too long. So, in your perfect album, that is a playlist, what are the three emotions you want people to walk away with when they hear your music or your album?
1: I want them to, um, definitely want them to feel the album. You know what I'm saying? Get something out of the album. And what, what are those things you want them to get out of it? What feel? I want, I, want you to, I want you to know, for one, that I can, I can actually put a song together. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You want them to feel complete. I want it to be complete. Like, I want you to know that this is not nothing. He just sat down and just did, just threw together. You know what I'm saying? I want you to be able to want to promote my album. I want you to, you know what I'm saying? Walk away saying, I want, I need somebody else to hear this. I want to know if what I was hearing was, you know what I'm saying? Right. And and then Mm -hmm. I, I just, I just like, I just want to leave a legacy. I want, I want, I want to be stamped. I want to be stamped. I don't want to just be a person known for just making music. I, I to, agree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want, I want to, I want to, when they start having them conversations and start talking about R&B singers in Newark or in Jersey and it, it, like my name can pop up. I don't, I'm not really the person that has to be on the top 10. I just want to be talked about.
0: Good point. Because me leaving a legacy means you make forever music. Exactly. Because no music is old, mm-hmm. because a new ear can happen at any time. Yep. New ears are born every day, and new songs are broken every three seconds of the day. Yep. So for those who don't know music, I just taught you some shit.
1: Yeah, so, you, real quick, like you can be, you can not be in the top 10, but still be in the top 10. Of course. Because they can say, that's just like like basketball. Mm-hmm. When it comes to say, oh, LeBron broke this record and that record and that record, he still enjoyed it. Yeah, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I can be not in your top 10 in R&B in my city, in Jersey, but when it comes to certain categories or certain ways of doing it, I'm in the top 10 and maybe can be in the top five because it won't be nobody who did it like me. So I'll put myself in my own category. Good point. Next question. You a basketball man? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah? Yes, sir. That's what we gonna do with this one. You have a starting five, right? Mm-hmm. What part of your style encompasses the starting five, and what are the positions? Joy
1: had the two guards. And what part of your style is No, no, I'm going to go with the point guard first. All right, let's go to the point guard. go with the point guard first. I'm going to go with Iverson first. I said that earlier. Thank you to me for studying. You know what studying. I'm saying? I'm going to go with Iverson first because mm-hmm. he's probably one of the littlest, strongest, relentless mm-hmm. type of point guards like, to where though he won't let you stop him from accomplishing what he needs to accomplish. So, part
0: first part of your style is you're an underdog. Exactly. And you're gonna, you're not, you're gonna be relentless until you get to exactly. your goal. Exactly. I'm an
1: underdog and there's no way you're gonna stop me from putting this work in. Two-guard. You know what I mean? Two-guard Michael Jordan means that mm-hmm. it don't matter where you put me at on the court, I'm gonna finish. So that means no matter what song he makes, it's
0: gonna be completed and you're gonna feel it no matter exactly. what. Exactly. Small it small
1: forward i would say uh tracy mcgrady that's interesting why so because he's underrated so you're gonna run with the underdog title yeah okay he's underrated and and like many people would look past him but he was a quiet beast okay i pick him because i don't want all the greats. I don't want to be on in top of everything. I want to be able to be noticed, like I said. I want to be able to come in clutch when I need to. I want to be able to be that supporting cast. He was one of them supporting cast on the team. Like, you can put him anywhere he's going to support the supporting cast. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Power forward. Power forward, I would say um... Uh,
0: Barclay. Undersized and powerful. Yep. So they still want to with the, under, the strong underdog. Yep. Your fifth man, because your center. Nah, nah, nah. I got something for you. My center? Who's your center? Elijah one. Smooth yep. and stylish. That's right. That's a clothing man about it. Because later. he going
1: he gonna to do it all. He going to run the floor. He going to play D. He going to come pop out and, and get a shooter. You know what I'm saying? And he's terrible on the court mm. he he played his position he don't want to go and do everything else you can't touch him when he where he, when he get down at so, so ladies religion. and gentlemen what you're getting with a choice album is the
0: the, the, the guy people may not recognize who's going to leave the an impact and do it his way and when the album's over not only will you get an all-star performance but you'll remember it hall of fame style the that's NBA right Am I, am I accurate? Yep. That's pretty good, right? Yep. So let's go back to the question. Who's your versus? Who are the two artists that accomplish you? Because by I, what I, you I describe, would, I could pull two artists out, and you tell me if I'm wrong. Um.
1: I can't even say R. Kelly, man. As much as I love him and as my favorite artist, I can't even say him. I'm going a, I'm to a give myself a gritty... I'm gonna give myself a gritty JoJo, right? Okay. I'm gonna give me, I'm gonna give me him because he's one of them artists that, like, he he almost fought his way until you respected his music. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Up against a uh, uh, damn Neil.
0: Hmm,
1: that would be interesting because you Neo? because that song it complements the struggle, pain, making you understand and feel the field of music as far as the pin. That is
0: very interesting. That's far from what I had, but I respect it. That's that's you I respect had. that. Charlie Wilson, and Alexander O'Neill, old school mm. and new school. I would have had you. I wouldn't have put Neo. I probably would have put R.L. and Case. Mm. I think I would have went there for you. That's deep that you said that, though. Mm. Salute the music, yo. I got three more questions and then we're going to fade out on this one. Um, Music nowadays is not what people think. People think you can put a song out, it goes on the internet, and it's over. That makes your music a hobby. It does not make you a successful musician, depending on how you get the success. Yeah. Okay? And if music is to reach the masses, then music has to be sent out, promoted, synced, and etc. If there was a person that you would like to see play your music on the highest level, you already know you want the country to hear it, but who would you like to see? As a drink like, like or some crazy dream sports event, boxing event or social commentary. What would you like to see yes your, your, your song presented that would make you be like, yo, people are actually listening and they like it? NBA two K. You wanna make two K? Yep.
1: I feel like not Madden, not for the 49ers. I'm saying well, I'm I'm just saying in that type of field like sports? Sports games. Basketball, yeah. Because I think they pay more attention to that nowadays. St. licensing is the number one thing going on in the music. You know what I'm saying? Like, when, like you could say movies, but you gotta it got to be that right one. You know what I'm saying? It so be what the style right of one. movie would you want your song to be in? I want my, like, in the, um, you seen Long Kiss Good Night. Mm. They ain't have really no music in that. Right. But it was a powerful music in its own movie in a sense, yeah. you know, and a lot of people love that music I mean that, that movie, yeah. but it wasn't really no music mm-hmm. In it, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and there was points and times in that in that movie where he was like You know how you normally hear a song and like in, in certain parts of the movie like But that's one of the movies that like long kids could like that. I was like a real strong movie that got longevity.
0: Okay. Here's the next, here's the next. second to last question. Since you've done radio, shout out to A-Squad Radio. A-Squad. You have played your music and you have played other people's music, right? Other people's music. Mm-hmm. And there's artists that you work with. Who or what artists have you played or what artists do you know inspire you to keep on your toes and be a creative artist? Rapper, singer, creator, etc. Mm. You
1: say you get challenged from the city, so I just want to know who. who yeah, you know. nah, keeping it
0: a hundred, Skedaddle. Skedaddle's a beast. I'm to not skedaddle. even
1: gonna hold you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of us. It's a lot of us that do music. That you know what I'm saying? But he, he, he he's like a challenge to me. Yeah. whether he know it or not, but he like a challenge to me. Like, not that, you know, I want to compete with him on an on on R&B level. It's just he's talented when it comes to putting songs together, attacking, you know, vocally, you know, lyrically. You know what I'm saying? Like, he do what I do. In the way that I don't do it, you know what I'm saying. And I do what I what, what I what I do in the way that he don't do it. But it's challenging because, you know what I'm saying. He's almost that's like one of the his consistencies. Okay. His music. Okay. And it's one of it's it's a consistency that I lack it. Okay. You know what I'm saying, and it's almost like. What I'm consistent in, he's not. So y'all bring out the best of each other, you Exactly. Think. Like, what he's consistent in, I'm not. And what I'm consistent in, he's not. So it's like, mm. you know what I'm saying? It's almost like if we both attack what we're not consistent in, in the same lanes, then, mm-hmm. the level is the limit. Shout out to Skidado. are
0: we got some business. And you've never given me my interview. I'm just That's putting it out there, by the way. That's a fact. Sir. <laughs> so, how you like being on Heritage Hip Hopper? Would you recommend this to any other artist in the
1: game? Oh, man. Listen. I'm going to tell you like this. This is why I wanted this interview bad anything, because it not only brung out the best in me far as you know being able to respond when I need to respond, but Realizing a lot of things that I didn't realize when it comes to music, when it comes to thinking about different situations and looking at situations in a different light, and and, and I kind of knew I was going to get this, I just didn't know how, you know what I'm saying, like, here you go, <laughs> but yeah, this guy, but yeah, like, um it's real, man. It's real, and for you to be a person to be able to bring this type of energy immediately, like without nothing scripted, nothing written down, you calling me, asking me, qu- You do your homework. You know what I'm saying? You do your own homework. It comes off the off. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to say that, but he said, but. You know. <laughs> but yeah, like you, you very, you very intelligent in, in all areas, man. You know what I'm saying, and you can't ask for a better interview. Thank you. Can't ask for a better interview. And now, the crazy part about it is, I want more interviews because I want to see what. Not trying to compare you to anybody. You can't. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying it. But you know, it's just you. You feel me? Like it really? I really feel. I'm gonna feel different after this. Like I, I really really feel like I got the best out of this interview. Like, what's up. you know what I'm saying? Like I I understand myself a little bit more different than I did. That's what's up. And me not having too much of a knowledge with the music industry, like I should, or what people may think. Mm-hmm. I under like when I hear you talk and you you you, you bring up names and and then I started to think, or I heard a song or two, or this, that, the third, like I start, like you almost, like you know how you got, I'm just one of them type of people that, I'm like a computer, I'm like a Google sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like you could type something in, and boom, now I just got the information, now I can understand it more better, now like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, mm-hmm. I Googled, I, I call my, like my, that's my personal little name for myself, Google. Cause yeah. I soak in what people, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? What I I get from people. So it's like... And sometimes I got to have arguments, conversations where I didn't have a clue. But at the end of the conversation or argument, you would have probably thought I knew everything about Mm -hmm. who we was arguing about. And it's only because I feed off of what a person gives me immediately. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm able to bounce back because I'm not a stupid person. You know what I'm saying? You almost can put things together as things go along. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But... And you also learn in the process. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You might be like, oh, so this is how this is always was, or mm-hmm. been, or I never thought about it like this. I never looked at it like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I Google like I Google myself, like I just called myself, that. Okay? Mm-hmm. I like I like to hear, I learn, and we all learn new things every day, so. yeah, I'm a sponge, I just soak it all up. You know what I mean? and and i know when i come to dish it out i'm not gonna just it ain't gonna just be anything it's gonna be it's like gonna be almost the facts because like look it up prove me wrong yeah like i'm one of them prove me wrong type of people like if you can't prove me wrong then yes you're gonna always think i'll always feel like i'm gonna win yeah because i'm attack it (laughs) like that you know what i'm saying prove me wrong until you prove me wrong i won all right well let's go out
0: with a winning with a winning aura. My final question for the first interview, which is important for the first interview, is this. You're a musician, you're a mentor, you're a businessman, shout out to the brothers. Um, You have made certain that people see the best within themselves, either through your character or through your music. Mm -hmm. 500 years from now in the music, New Jersey Hip Hop Hall of Fame, whatever, when somebody taps that button on the wall, and your hologram comes out and they read your bio and hear your music and learn from your life story, what is the legacy that you left behind that made the world
1: better because you did music? Basically it's, you know, one of a kind, type of person, strong, firm, ready for whatever, built for a tough, give your shirt off the bat, Willing to learn, listen, take, you know, everything, man. I just wanna be I don't wanna be on the top of the scale. I wanna be the main piece of the scale. I wanna be the arms that hold the scale up. I don't wanna be, you know what I'm saying? Like I just wanna I just wanna be no I wanted to just tell the people that, you know, it's not too many liking. You know what I'm saying? You might have a few similarities A few that might can get close I'm, I want to be that Michael Jordan of just me being me Like I want it to be like, it's no other choice Like you ain't gonna find another joker like him You know what I'm saying? Just period Like I don't care how close you can get to It's all you gonna always lack in something that I master Or I'm strong in, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah man like i said man one of a kind there's no other you can get close i hope you try to be me i hope you would you i'm inspiring you enough to want to be like me but it just won't be another me man one of a kind choice man that's it that's all
0: so ladies and gentlemen we thank you for watching this edition of heritage hip-hop Today's final lesson is authenticity, which means when you are authentic, you cannot be defined against the truth. Because whether you believe in the truth or you don't, the truth is what it is. Only you can find yourself to exist around it. That's the one thing God is totally made of, is truth. And if you want to be righteous, you have to not only understand truth, accept truth, but live by truth. So being yourself is the most truthful thing you can do, because at the end of the day, you want to be remembered for who you are, not what you pretended or acted like you were not. This is Kareva Heritage Hip Hop with choice. MC, singer, entrepreneur, it can get you fresh at the same time. That's right. And with that being said, we say peace. And we out. Shout out to the Brotherhood.
1: We love y'all, man.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. We ask that you subscribe to heritagehiphop.com for more interviews, podcasts, blogs, apparel, and playlists and more. We ask that you follow Heritage Hip Hop on all social media at Heritage Hip Hop on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Heritage Hip Hop on YouTube, and Heritage Hip Hop is everywhere you are. As long as you got your media and your phone, we are there with you once again like to give a shout out to the brothers a corporation of men and women i believe coming soon that not only support each other by apparel creation but community movements as well check out the brothers on instagram T a g b r e l a s. shout out to choice and thank you for letting us interview you before we get out of here I'd like I say, look for more interviews coming soon. Check out the YouTube page and the Instagram for live events and performances. And for anyone out there that is an artist that is looking to put their music out and they want to get over the hump and they don't know what to do to get more visible or to even get fair compensation for their skill set. You could contact Heritage Hip Hop DMS at Heritage Hip Hop on Instagram or email me K A R E V at HeritageHipHop.com to help you solve the problem of not only being seen, listened to, or heard, but fairly compensated for the talents and the art that you create. Once again, this is Kareva Heritage Hip Hop saying thank you for listening. New episodes coming soon. We celebrate this hip hop culture, God and you. And with that being said, we say peace and we out.